Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. MJ, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. You realize it's been six years today since Prince passed away? I didn't, I would have never guessed it's already been six years. Yeah, 2016. Oh, wow. April 21st. Yeah, I'm still sad about it, though. That was a rough one. I know. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, like then was it 2017 was Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell and Tom Petty. Yeah, that was a that was another rough year. And then this year Taylor Hawkins, Betty White, Norm Macdonald, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I went to the Killers the other night <clears throat> up in Vegas. Yay. They, they were kicking off their, well, it was kind of like almost a rehearsal because they played at the Cosmopolitan, which is kind of a small place for them. Okay. And I took my son, and he's 17. Well, you know how they say on the tickets, COVID protocol? Now, we went to go see Bill Burr. They didn't make a show of vaccination cards, did they? No. Yeah, so same place. Right. So I go up, and they said, well, can I see a vaccination card? I'm like, oh, okay, they're checking. So I had a picture of mine on my phone, mm-hmm. but I didn't have Collins, and Collins was behind me. And then the lady, she's been kind of rude about it, and she wouldn't let him through. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Well, you have to go talk to the box office because if you don't have your vaccination card, you can't get in. And she's been a bitch. So I went up to one of the ushers and said, hey, what do I do? Well, go talk to the box office and see what they can do. Or maybe you can get a picture of one. <clears throat> Or you can go across the street to CVS and take one of those instant tests and come back with a negative result. But it was 15 minutes till showtime. You know, I cut it close. And luckily, I knew where his vaccination card was. I was able to have my roommate go in and snap a picture of it. And send it, and it to send it to me. Oh, which, wow. Which, you know, my roommate, that w- that was a little bit difficult to do. Operating the phone, taking the picture, explaining, you know, what to do. He's a baby boomer. (laughs) Uh, But I I got the picture. So I go back in another line and I show show, uh, her the text. I was like, there's his. And she goes, okay, you guys can go through. I'm like, no, wait, you don't want to see mine? She goes, no. Uh, I'm like, but what the, what the, why did the other lady lady make it go through that? Oh, I don't know. Just go through. The other lady was having a bad day. Yeah, and, and Colin was so upset. He, he was on the verge of tears because he didn't think he was going to be able to get in. When, oh, no. When ultimately, I'll accept the blame. It was my fault. I should have brought them. But I've been to so many concerts since. I've no, never had to show it. So I was like, hey. Yeah. I guess the point being is, is it should be either do it or don't do it. Enforce the rule or don't enforce the rule. Or not if you're not having a bad day or whatever, you know, and then you feel like taking it out. Well, is it different locations or have you already been to Vegas shows? No, because this was at the same place as Bill Burr, the Cosmopolitan, the Chelsea. Oh, okay. So I, when I was like, well, we didn't have to show it the last time I was here. I didn't really think that much. Oh, yeah, it. that's right. I've, I completely spaced that we just talked about that. Yeah, they didn't make us show it in Boston. When I went to the Dropkick Murphys, we didn't yeah, have to and show. It, and it said on your ticket that, you know, health check, right? Or something like on the 
ticket going in. Hmm. Um. What? Well, so how was the show? The show was phenomenal. Well, the show was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played your song. Uh, which one? I like almost all of their songs. I can't wait for August. Dustland. Yeah, I love it. That's one of my favorite ones, Dustland Fairy Tale. Yeah, and we were close to the stage. We're probably only like 25 feet from the stage. But the problem being is they have a few slower songs. And mm-hmm. I always wind up with this guy in front of me. Number one, he'll be taller than me. Number two, he's standing like, can't see me. People listening can't see me, but I'm turning to the side and I'm looking at my friend. I'm like, yeah, so uh, after this, let's go here and let's have hit up this. And not in a, not in a norm, not whispering. You know, he's, he's talking like shouting over the music talking for like 15, 20 minutes. Eventually I had to like move over and I, cause I was near the back, even though I was close to stage, I was on the railing, I was next to a garbage can. I just kind of picked up the garbage can <laughs> and put it in between us, slightly bumping him a little bit. Yeah. A little passive aggressively. And he was up, man. Like, shut up and listen to the show. Because he was he was doing this acoustic song. He was telling a story before the song. I'm like, aren't you here to hear what he's saying? Can't you talk to your friend like after the show and tell you tell him like where you want to go. Do you have to have like the definite plans while the yeah. while the killers are singing? Yeah, did you? You know, I was always slightly annoyed at getting in there, and we barely got in on time. And then you have that. The show was good though, you uh-huh. know. And as I was turning to call him, I'm like, you know, because he was upset. I was like, dude, don't let this ruin your night. You know, don't let it ruin your night. We're still gonna have a great time, and he did, and I did too. Other than during the slow songs. I posted some of the songs up on YouTube, too, and in the comments, they said, did that guy talk like that through the entire show? I'm like, yes, he did. Oh, my God. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't. Why even go to the show? Like, it's like, dude, you wasted your money coming here to have a conversation with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I guess maybe he was just... Uh, Maybe it's one of those high rollers, and they got comped the tickets or something like that, and he just went and didn't really care. Maybe he was nervous. Maybe he was on a date, and he was trying to, like, be cool, pretend like he was cool for his uh, date. Uh, no, they were kind of bros, it seemed like. It, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, Have you seen uh, Tucker Carlson's new special? So. Yeah. it's <laughs> a good segue. <laughs> what was that? I mean, I, I watched the video, and no offense to gay people, because we're 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 an ally in that community. Mm-hmm. But that was the gayest thing I have seen since the Top Gun volleyball scene. Dude, gay people said that. Gay men were like, "That was so gay." They're like, "Now I thank Tucker Carlson for making that commercial because it had a lot of." shirtless and naked men in it so i personally thank him you know as a gay man but they were like yeah they were like but that was gay yeah i mean like broke back mountain gay. <laughs> yeah i don't know what is he trying to tell us something is and, tucker trying to tell us something and what is it like so you shine 
this infrared light into your testicles. Well, hold that, hold that thought, MJ. I, I, I actually have something for you. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> this is unscripted, people. So recently, it was MJ's birthday. And I forgot, but look what came in, your testicle tanner. Oh, hey. Look at that. <laughs> nice. Just I know, kidding. I'm doing it's this a, um, It's a 30-pack of MJ's favorite beer, Bud Light. All right. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm doing after the show. Partying. That's a party pack right there, buddy. Sweet, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy uh, birthday. Uh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking that because we were talking because my birthday was on Monday and we were talking about. You were thinking I was going to get you a testicle tanner. No, three thousand. No, I, I wasn't thinking that. But, and but, make you test it out for the show. But but we were talking about whatever, and I'm like going, oh, is she even going to mention it's my birthday? Because you're not on social media. And, and to tell you the truth, if I didn't have Facebook, yeah. I wouldn't remember anybody's birthday. I know. And social media is a great reminder. But it's not like I don't know your birthday. Like, I completely spaced. I was like the, I was like the fucking family in 16 Candles and you were the Molly Ringwald. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, ah, how did I forget that? So, anyways, I made up for it. Yes, awesome. thank you very much. Uh, yeah, and who who reminded you? PETA. PETA, yeah. PETA told me because PETA is still on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, PETA. <laughs> All right, so back to uh, Tucker Carlson. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I wonder if that works. And. Did I, you watch the episode? No, I no, didn't watch no, the episode. I, 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 can, I, I can only listen to him right. in like two minute increments, and I'm just like, ah, oh, shut the fuck. You know, I know. I already want to slap him just by watching the YouTube clips. I get mad even with it on mute, and I just see him doing the interviews, and he's sitting there talking with his mouth agape. Oh, he has a stupid look on his face all the time. I'm like, yeah. what? And it, it's like stupid and confused combined. Yeah. And I'm like, how do the Fox viewers find this entertaining or, I mean, they think it's news, but even newsworthy, an expression like that? And why has the network never told him, hey, flycatcher, can you shut your <laughs> mouth when you, after you ask someone a question? Because he riles them up. <laughs> now, supposedly, I guess, having this uh, okay. treatment, it, it's supposed to boost boost your testosterone because his point being is in today's society men are becoming less manly how exactly does it increase their testosterone does it burn their nuts and it pisses them off so they're like it's kind of like if you you know how they piss off bulls by like don't they tie their not nuts together yeah. or whatnot yeah like like uh um you know, Opie and Anthony were ahead of their time back in the day because they had this contest, and they were, I think they were giving away Super Bowl tickets. If you could and tie your nuts together? No. Like a bull? What they did was um, they got some wasps and put them in a, in a jar. And you had to put your nuts in yeah, there? Yeah, and they shuck up the jar, and you stuck the testicles in that, and they stung. Oh, and my wh- whoever, God. And whoever could last the longest won the contest. 
how how long did the guy who won last? Uh, I you know I want to say only. God, it's been years since I heard this, but I want, I want to say there was only one guy that was actually brave enough to do it because it was those big wasps, those big nasty ones. Dude, even the regular like yellow jacket ones, those hurt like a motherfucker. I got stung on my ankle once. It, it was like, I was like, ah, I almost fell. It hurt so bad. Yeah. What if that guy goes home and, you know, because everything's swollen and he looks all impressed, impressed to his girlfriend, but, you know. Can't do anything because I imagine you'd be sore as hell after that. Well, who wants to deal with like bigger balls though? I mean, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, the bigger penis, I get, but who wants bigger? Why, like, I need to inflate my balls, make them even bigger. <laughs> and I have another question How yes. many of the Fox News viewers, Tucker Carlson fans, how many of them do you think have already put their order in for the testicle tanner? Oh, I'm sure um, business shot up. There's got to be some of the dummies who will actually buy it, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most people, even his fans, will laugh about it. But, like, there's yeah, got to be some like, idiots out there who are actually biting. Like, even the next night, um, he had he was interviewing Kid Rock. And uh, Kid Rock was like, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? I know he's like um even Kid Rock was like this is yeah. this is crazy. I'm not going to tan my testicles, but is that why he always looks so tan now? Maybe he just does all of it. Cuz Tucker, I always thought he started looking orange cuz he's such a Trump fan. Like he always looks like he's been been self-tanning or fake tanning or whatever. I don't know. But speaking of dicks. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Move on to the next one. <laughs> I'm sorry, conservatives, but, you know, you got to get better people. Um, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz this week. I, I think there are people who are misguided trying to drive, you know, Disney stepping in saying, you know, in every episode now they're going to have, you know, uh, you know, Mickey you know. and Pluto going at it. Like, <laughs> Really? Thank you for that image, Senator. Okay. Okay, now I'll admit, Ted Cruz was making a joke there. I can, I get it. He uh, doesn't really think Mickey and Pluto are going to be going at it in Disney cartoons. Yeah, he's just not funny. He was making a joke. He's just not funny. Right. But. And that voice. Some, some of the rubes that listen to that shit. They won't hear that out of context. They'll just read the clip. They'll they'll just read what he has to say, and then they'll look at um, this year. Uh, Pixar has a movie coming out, Lightyear, which is based Buzz, off of Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear but okay. it's it's kind of what the toy was based off. The the real well, I say real person because it's animation. Uh-huh. The real character, Buzz Lightyear. I phone call. Jeez, don't we shut off our phones during uh, during the middle of this? Where were we? Uh, I know. Oh, 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 we were on a light year, right? We were too excited to talk about the testicle tanning or something. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit about what just happened, but light year. Um, now there's there's a uh, same sex kiss in that because Lightyear's friend is a woman. 
And I guess the premise of Lightyear, spoiler alert, people, is he goes into space because he's finding, trying to find these, this crystal to power his spaceship to get back to Earth. So he leaves his team on this planet and he goes in search of this crystal, finds one. And he finds it within minutes, but he returns to this planet and it's been four years. And he sees the relationship his friends have been in since he was gone. And one of the, his partner meets another female and they have, they have a kissing scene mm-hmm. during that montage. Mark my words. They will be outraged when this comes in. Heads will roll. Now, um, Pixar cut that scene out, but the people who worked on the movie and the people that worked with Disney were so insistent that they leave it in, you know, so Disney's more inclusive to everybody, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. What's, Disney, so, bad, what's Disney, so bad about that? Disney has always been that way. Disney has always been a place for everyone, the happiest place on earth for everyone. They've always made it welcoming to all not in florida well no 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 disney has it's no i know desantis that's that's where that's where i was going with this yeah you know what i would like to see i would like to see disney show governor desantis just how much power they have i would like to see this happen you know so jump back (laughs) to, to ted cruz for just a second um but ted cruz was obviously joking and if people criticize Ted Cruz for what he said about Mickey and Pluto having sex, um, how come they can't recognize that Jimmy Kimmel was clearly making a joke about MTG last week and not seriously threatening her where she had to call the Capitol Police? You can't have it both ways. You can't go, oh, he's just joking. And when a real comedian says it, a real comedian says it, Oh, that, that's assault against women. Because they're hypocrites. They need, they, because they're hypocrites, they get mad at somebody being outraged as, at what they do, but then they're allowed to turn around and when they get their feelings hurt, they should be allowed to be outraged and it should be accepted. And I think, um, Ted Cruz, I think Ted Cruz has, we know he has issues, obviously. Everything but, about him. But <laughs> I think, I think he has a Muppet fetish because he went after the Muppets last year. He went after Big Bird last year. Mm-hmm. And now he's going after Mickey and Goofy or Mickey and Pluto, whatever. Um, do you think it's because as a child, Ted Cruz was turned on when the Bugs Bunny, you know when Bugs Bunny used to dress as a girl bunny? Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that a line in um, Wayne's World? And he's like, hey, Wayne. Yeah, Did you ever get attracted to Bugs Bunny when he dressed up like a lady? <laughs> Listen, I didn't realize I stole that joke. <laughs> you did. You stole it from Garth. <laughs> but that leads to the bigger problem is... So, Disney was opposed to the Don't Say Gay bill in Florida, Mm -hmm. which, the truth be told, because this is reality redemption, there's nothing in that bill that says you can't say gay. What it is is 
between kindergarten and third grade, they don't want sex to be talked about. But what that does happen is, say... A kid has two kid moms has, or two dads. A kid has two moms. What did you do this weekend? They can't discuss that in the classroom without getting in trouble. No. Well, I thought it was like the teacher can't refer to it in any way or the teacher can right, get sued. Right. Like the, the teacher cannot say, hey, did you have fun with your moms this weekend? It's like they... I don't know. There should be a massive walkout amongst teachers. I mean, the why is it like every time we turn around, they are attacking a teacher? Teachers, not a teacher. Right. All teachers. Every time they are attacking teachers on some ridiculous fucking issue well did, did you also see that that they're banning i think it was like 29 math books have now been banned in florida i know because but what it, does it he teaches have critical him? race theory how do how do how does math teacher uh, teach it, it CRT? Has, i tried to research it and i couldn't understand it it has something to do with com- common core math that's being taught do you want to know what common core was, do you want to know why common core first started oh, I'm, getting I'm glad caught. you got this because I know, but let's tell the I audience. do know because I asked my mother this because my mother is a retired school teacher and I go, Mom, there's a lot of people that I work with who are complaining about this Common Core thing. They're up in arms. They're pissed off at the schools. They're ripping their kids out of the schools and deciding to homeschool them, which is like, if you knew some of the people I worked with, it's a really bad idea, okay? And so... She's like, the reason that Common Core was introduced is because people started complaining all the time before we had like the computers and everything where it would tell you how much change was due back. But they would complain that they would go to stores or whatnot and they would say that the cashiers could not give them back correct change because they couldn't count, you know, the remainder amount. So she goes, the idea... To teach Common Core, what, the only thing that Common Core does is it teaches you a couple of different ways to reach the answer, to reach the sum that you're trying and to get into. Do, do, you, do you know under which education secretary this process was started? I do not. That would it be a fun fact. It was under the Bush Jr. administration. So it was, okay, that, it was under a Republican administration. Actually, that does make sense because that's about the time that a lot of my friends started complaining about it. Yes, yeah. that makes perfect sense. So they're complaining about these math textbooks. And there's other things. I don't know what... I've never got anything about race out of a math textbook before. I don't know. Here's the thing, too. is like these parents that... Okay, if I was a parent, I would not be pissed that they're trying to teach my kid more ways or different steps in order to do things. I remember living in Arizona, being a native Arizonan here. I remember when parents were livid. And let me rephrase this. White parents were livid that the state of Arizona wanted to start teaching Spanish in schools on the grade school level. Because, you know, they already have it in high schools as an elective that you can take. 
They wanted to start teaching it in the elementary schools. And these parents were pissed off. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Why are you like, you're not going to teach my kid no anymore? I only want my kid to know certain things. And I don't, I don't, I want certain things taken off the table. I'm like, they're trying to educate your kid even more. But being, like, what is so wrong uh, with, I wish I knew Spanish. But meanwhile, in, in a lot of professions, being bilingual means you earn more money. really added bonus, especially yeah. nowadays. It's like, why would you not want to know more? I wish I knew Spanish just so I could be a total badass when I go visit Mexico. <laughs> you know, my <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, because I, I was in Vermont, so obviously closer to, to Quebec, and I had French right. as an elective. So I did know, I did take French. Now I can't speak a lick, lick of it. But Not think, even bonjour? Bonjour. Je ne sais quoi. All the simple ones. But I can sort of get a gist of when a French person is talking. I kind of go, okay, I sort of know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it helped because I had some snowbirds come in traveling and they barely spoke English. And I know just enough to get by with mm-hmm. them. Um, I wish I knew every language. Quite honestly, I mean, like, who wouldn't want to know more, like, more knowledge? Like, who's like, no, I don't no, want to no, know no, anything no, else. Knowledge is bad. And um, what is the what's, thought process what's, there? What's wrong with teaching your kids that yes, you know, it, it, it may be a same-sex couple. And what's wrong with teaching your kids to be accepting? Of that and treating them, that's just a normal thing and treating them like everybody else. It's, it's not, and I don't get why it's now become like this class warfare thing that, that the Republicans like to do. The cancel cult, the people that study big cancel culture people are like, no, you can't have these books. Did you think in this 2022, two years ago, during the beginning of COVID, do you think like two years later we were going to be talking about banning books? No, I, I, okay, I would have never expected that to, if you follow the media, if you follow the news in the United States, the the mainstream news, I would never expect, if you knew nothing about anything else and you just followed the news, let's say you listened to the news, but you didn't know, like, the actual issues on Well, which news are you listening to? I'm just saying the mainstream media. Which which one though? Which because it's two different. It's two totally different worlds. No, I know, but we're all right now at this moment talking about banning of books. It, whether they're talking about it on the left and saying how ridiculous it is, or they're talking about it on the right how they're saying we need to get rid of even more books. If you just listen to if you listen to Tucker Carlson's ass screaming his face off about whatever he hates on whatever given day. He's always talking about people getting canceled. He probably mentions that almost daily on his show. I don't know because I don't watch him daily, so there is a disclaimer there. You would never think, if you're an outsider, you would never think that all this banning is coming from the folks on the right because aren't they the ones screaming the most about cancel culture? You guys are the ones doing all the canceling. And I, I mean, I, I sort of agree that, you know, 
I do agree with the point where there's no reason to teach kindergartens to third graders about sex necessarily. Nobody, no, no school is doing that. No, no school is doing that. The only thing, again, I asked my mom, a retired school teacher, she said, we used to in school teach the kids about good touch, bad touch, like who's allowed to touch you, who's not, you know? But then I guess parents have even complained about that. And I'm no, like, no, that, that's, that's, that's an interesting point because... Why would you not want that taught to because, your child? Because back in the day, if, if a, a child was touched inappropriately, they would show them the doll and say, can you show me where, where the person touched you? Exactly. So if that happened today, does that guidance counselor or nurse at school get in trouble for that yeah are they allowed to even ask a kid who they suspect might be being molested or whatever are they even allowed to ask the kid about it or is that considered talking about teaching sex. the kid or talking about sex to a child that's a very interesting point that is an interesting point who do we god what well, we could maybe call mark kelly's office because i don't even know that i trust or want to waste my time with cinema's freaking yeah. office you know what i mean because we're supposed to go through our congress people well i think cinema would be an ally in this particular issue just i would like I to think her. so too but the fact that she just i don't know how much of her messages are actually listened to and and done with anything because she doesn't like dealing with her constituents i know that yeah. we are a waste of her time because we're not lobbyists with Millions of dollars. Okay, now this this gets to an interesting point, and we're gonna get back to Disney here. Disney, um, what they do is they self-govern. It's an area called Reedy Creek in Florida. It's like twenty-three square miles, I believe, if I got that right. Anyway, the land Disney owns with Epcot Center and everything else is twice the size of Manhattan. Okay, and because of the amount of tax dollars that they bring in. They're allowed to self-govern. What that means is they pay for their own fire department, emergency services, and whatnot, road maintenance. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they take care of that, and they don't rely on funding from the state of Florida for that allowed to self-govern. So what DeSantis wants to do in the Senate and the Congress in Florida, they want to take away that right of um, Disney to self-govern themselves. But what that's going to do is that's going to put the maintaining the roads and those emergency services on the state of Florida. Florida. Well, that's a great business to say. What is he? Is he an? He's not an idiot. I know he's not an idiot because he's been to like. Is isn't he like a graduate of Yale or Harvard or both? Yes. Well, he's just doing this (gasps) because Disney had the audacity to speak up against that, and Disney Disney wasn't even going to speak up against it. But they got enough pressure from their employees that Disney finally stood up and said something about it. Well, right. Thank God for the employees, you know. But this, okay, I hate, I hate, hate, hate to compare any politician to Hitler because I don't think that that's a fair comparison. I don't think that he is... He hasn't killed over 6 million innocent people. However, 
Um, when we have all learned and studied about Hitler and how Hitler came into power, and now it's like, and it was like the whole, I don't know if it's like, you want to call it like the psychology uh, behind what power does to people or whatnot. But it seems to me that we're watching like the steps to a authoritarian government. Yeah. Like a madman. I mean, and it's like, you're almost like, well, because I know what I know because of other folks and I'm not saying he would ever get as bad, but it's like, how far is this guy willing to go? Right. And He's doing stuff that Hitler did do. Hitler did ban books. And it's, it's just and little, burn books. It's little things. And you know, it's like that, old saying that they said, well, I didn't realize when they came for this person exactly. and I didn't realize they came from this person and then they came for me. That's exactly, that's exactly what I mean by what I was saying too, you know, cause I, I don't, I don't like to compare people. I, right. I really don't. But it's, it's, it's like the things where, um, in the secretary of states in these elections that were close in the last cycle, they're comparing secretaries of states that wanted to overthrow the election results from the previous election, even though there was no proof of any wrongdoing. Most of the proof that you saw of voter fraud actually came from one particular side, not the other. Oh, I know. And in Florida and in his state, yeah. like there was that whole like that community. Wasn't yeah. it like a whole like rich community yeah. where, and they found all the people who they found in there who had voted twice had voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. And there's <laughs> there's aides to in that administration that voted in two different states. You know, but again, it's just a slow erosion, but uh, we can get into that. But this is more of like, why do you want to marginalize gay people and take their rights back? I thought we already went through that. Gay marriage was approved years ago. You know what I'm really starting to think that a lot of this stuff is, a lot of the rolling back, like a lot of the, the attacking gay marriage, the attacking of trans, the attacking of women's rights to control their own body. I'm like, in a way, I kind of feel sorry for old white men because I'm like, I had no idea that y'all were this insecure. If there has ever been anyone throughout the United States history, any group of people who have always been at an advantage over everyone else, it has been y'all. Now, I'm not saying that you were back, you were there back then and whatnot, but right. you have always had the opportunities given to you. You have never had where you weren't allowed to do something unless it was during the time that you did not actually own land. Yeah. But that is about it. Like, and, I have yeah. no idea well, that like, you like, guys like we realize, are this insecure. We realize that there's nobody here that has actually anything to do with slavery. We know that. Yes, that's a fact. We all know that. That is a fact. But I, I think people should look at what goes on and I, I think a really good example of that and I, I, I turned you on to this um, last night the Gerard Carmichael special on HBO mm -hmm. Rothaniel 
Yeah. And he talks he, he talks about what goes on in the black community. Mm-hmm. And the spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Now I strongly encourage everybody to see this. Um but he was really brave and he I heard Howard Stern and Amy Schumer talking about this, so I already knew what what happens in this. He comes out mm-hmm. on stage. Now he'd already come out to his parents and his friends. Mm-hmm. Before he came out on stage, but it's incredibly brave to hear him come out in front of the audience. Now, I think mm-hmm. I, had, I think I had enough gaydar that even before I, even if I didn't know, mm-hmm. I could tell by kind of his mannerisms, yeah. his socks particularly, the way he was dressed. I was kind of like, knew, yeah, I could tell right away too that he was, but I don't think that. I don't think that that was the biggest point of it. I think the biggest point was the issues with his with his mother. And I'm like, you felt really bad for the guy, too, right. because and you're kind of like, well, part of me, too, was kind of like after I was like, well, dude, I knew like very early on in his show, like pretty much when he um, arrived there. I don't you could just tell by his body language me, but. Yeah. I mean, and he was saying how one of his friends had known long before he ever came out or whatnot, you know. It's like, I felt bad for him in the sense that, and that's probably what hurt him a lot too, was like the way that his mother reacted. And then also, right. how could she not know? Yeah, well, and and also his his mom, the thing about his mom was... Most he, parents he, he, know. He, he spends the first almost half the special talking about how his dad was cheating on his mom. Uh-huh. And then when he finally confronted his mom with it, his mom was so accepting that she got up and cooked him breakfast the next morning. And that was just really sad. And then when he comes out to his mom, she has a problem and she can't accept that. And that's what these people have to deal with on a daily basis with even their families. They don't need other people taking away their rights and making them feel bad, stuff like that. Um, you know, I was talking to with uh, one of the organizers of the Pride um, Festival that is coming up in, I think it's the second week of June. Anyway, I'll get them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and the Swillers are going to play down there that day. And I think we're going to get Chris from the Swillers on the podcast again oh, too. He's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> he always makes me laugh when he's here. <laughs> no, Chris is a good guy. I know. You never know what's gonna come out of his mouth sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He uh he had band practice tonight. I was gonna have him on the show t- today, but he couldn't make it because they're playing uh in Topak over the weekend. Oh, cool. At the like the pool bar thing? Yeah, Like yeah, right yeah. there on the... That yeah. place is nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. That place is cool. I went to see him there last year. That was a cool venue to see him in. Yeah. But anyways, I, I don't know. I don't get the hate. And then to think that teachers are... And politicians are grooming these kids to be gay. What does that even mean? Because... To say that about someone like how do you just fly out with right, accusations right, like that about right, people like, like that are it, that 
like if if um if you take your kids to see Lightyear and they see that scene, that's gonna make them gay. Like you know? no, because people are born gay. Or now, <laughs> like, now, now, mark my words: people are gonna say HBO is woke because of this special that came out, and they're they're gonna say, "Well, HBO is grooming kids to be gay." Oh, I know, and Disney is doing it, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and then it's gonna be like we need to cancel this and cancel this, or no, they'll use the term ban because. They like to use the term cancel when they talk about the left doing things that they don't want yeah. to ha- be gotten rid of. Well, and now it's also a popular thing it is now even in um, state races is to a, in, to call a politician into grooming kids, which leads you into what you turned me on to. Oh, my God. My is, favorite new person. Which, 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 my favorite is, new yeah. person. So, let's see here. I can't wait to hear this again. Mr. <laughs> President, I didn't expect to wake up yesterday to the news that the senator from the 22nd District had overnight accused me by name of grooming and sexualizing children in an email fundraising for herself. So I sat on it for a while wondering why me. And then I realized because I am the biggest threat to your hollow, hateful scheme. Because you can't claim that you are targeting marginalized kids in the name of, quote, parental rights if another parent is standing up to say no. So then what? Then you dehumanize and marginalize me. You say that I'm one of them. You say she's a groomer. She supports pedophilia. She wants children to believe that they were responsible for slavery and to feel bad about themselves because they're white. Well, here's a little bit of background about who I really am. Growing up, my family was very active in our church. I sang in the choir. My mom taught CCD. One day, our priest called a meeting with my mom and told her that she was not living up to the church's expectations and that she was disappointing. My mom asked why. Among other reasons, she was told it was because she was divorced and because the priest didn't see her at Mass every Sunday. So where was my mom on Sundays? She was at the soup kitchen with me. My mom taught me at a very young age that Christianity and faith was about being part of a community, about recognizing our privilege and blessings and doing what we can to be of service to others, especially people who are marginalized, targeted, and who had less often unfairly. I learned that service was far more important than performative nonsense like being seen in the same pew every Sunday or writing Christian in your Twitter bio and using that as a shield to target and marginalize already marginalized people. I also stand on the shoulders of people like Father Ted Hesburgh, the longtime president of the University of Notre Dame, who was active in the civil rights movement, who recognized his power and privilege as a white man, a faith leader, and the head of an influential and well-respected institution and who saw black people in this country being targeted and discriminated against and beaten and reached out to lock arms with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. when he was alive, when it was unpopular and risky and marching alongside them to say, we've got you to offer protection and service and allyship to try to right the wrongs and fix injustice in the world. So who am I? 
I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom who knows that the very notion that learning about slavery or redlining or systemic racism somehow means that children are being taught to feel bad or hate themselves because they are white is absolute nonsense. No child alive today is responsible for slavery. No one in this room is responsible for slavery. But each and every single one of us bears responsibility for writing the next chapter of history. Each and every single one of us decides what happens next and how we respond to history and the world around us. We are not responsible for the past. We also cannot change the past. We can't pretend that it didn't happen or deny people their very right to exist. I am a straight, white, Christian, married, suburban mom. I want my daughters to know that she is loved, supported, and seen for whoever she becomes. I want her to be curious, empathetic, and kind. People who are different are not the reason that our roads are in bad shape after decades of disinvestment or that healthcare costs are too high or that teachers are leaving the profession. I want every child in this state to feel seen, heard, and supported, not marginalized and targeted because they are not straight, white, and Christian. We cannot let hateful people tell you otherwise to scapegoat and deflect from the fact that they are not doing anything to fix the real issues that impact people's lives. And I know that hate will only win if people like me stand by and let it happen. So I want to be very clear right now. Call me whatever you want. I hope you brought in a few dollars. I hope it made you sleep good last night. I know who I am. I know what faith and service means and what it calls for in this moment. We will not let hate win. That is... Michigan State Senator Mallory McMorrow. I wish I could vote for her. (laughs) I'm like, I just love her. There are so many things I want to say. It's like, Democrats, more of this, please. More of you need to be doing stuff like this. You can't just expect Mallory McMorrow to do it all or Tim Ryan. He's another badass. We need more of you who are willing to stand up against these people. Right. And what's the real issues? You know, gay kids, books in schools. This is all deflecting. I'd like to think Ted Cruz is probably a smart guy. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. That one. But. some of them, and, yes. and DeSantis, smart guy. Right. Why are they choosing to go after it? Why are they choose picking these battles when there's so much bigger problems out there, like infrastructure? How about working together to lower inflation and gas prices? I think it's because their hate towers over their intelligence. I, that's the only thing I can come up with is or, like their hate is like this great. Or or do they know that these are bullshit issues in their core? Do they know these are bullshit issues, but they're just trying to rile up the base? But, what, but it's like, 
Okay, I do. There is a lot of talk about that, but then it's like, but there's that base is only like 30% of the right side. Like, there's a lot of, there are a lot of good Republicans out there who are good people who do not subscribe to that, who think it's ridiculous that that's the way that their party's going. Yeah, and the Pride event here um, would be three years ago, right? Because missed the last two. Like thirty five hundred people showed up that weekend. They and weren't we, all. They weren't all Democrats. They I could know. Be. Yeah, because we live in Red City. I mean, yeah. like it is redder than the reddest part of Arizona is where we live. And sure, you do have a few people on the Facebook pages. You know, as they were trying to promote this over the weekend, that they were saying that, oh, you're trying to, you're having a drag show there. You're trying to indoctrinate the kids. I wish there was a drag show. Like, drag shows are fun. No, there's going to be a drag show this year. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Yes. Drag shows are awesome. So, uh, we have to get together and realize what weekend that is so you don't make plans because I was kind of talking to them. And I said, you know, we might go down there for a little bit and anybody that who was there and wanted to speak to us. Okay, hopefully it's not while I'm on vacation. No, I hope it's, it's not It's June there. something. Oh, June. Okay, yeah. we got time. Yeah. You know what else? Like, getting back really quick to Mallory McMorrow, because I did want to... What do you think... Okay, you know when she first opened that email? Wouldn't you love to know what her original version of what she wanted to say was oh, before she before she classed it up and made it so professional like oh, but it, i could just it, imagine and you listening to that you can hear the anger in her voice you can hear like how dare you you don't even know me you don't get to i mean like when she's sitting there talking about too about how the church like told told that shit to her mom about like well, first off, you're divorced, blah, blah, blah. That shit does happen. My yeah. mom got my mom got ridiculed by our church for being divorced. Well, here's what happened to me. I think I, I don't know if I told this on the podcast before, but um, it came up with a religious family on my dad's side, and my grandfather committed suicide, and my family was kind of excommunicated from the church because it's a sin to, at the time to commit suicide. Right. It probably still is. But. Yes. It, it, and according that, to the religion. Yes. That always turned me off to I, I was never a religious person because when I heard that story, I'm like going, how could in my family's time of need when they need you the most? And I'm sure it had big financial implications on my grandmother who had, you know, five kids. Mm-hmm. And then... The, you turn the, your back. The, the breadwinner is gone. You know, and this is how, kind of how... This took place in Ohio. My, my dad was grew up in Ohio with farmers. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how my family um, kind of moved into Vermont was because of this and the fallout mm-hmm. from that. And I was always turned off to religion because of this yeah and could you imagine the person who was running that campaign ad she must have just been sinking in her seat you know as as mallory was going off on her oh i know the whole time i listened to it i'm like i couldn't i didn't when they when i when they had first played it on the radio they didn't say they didn't mention the woman's name. They just said you know, the woman that she, that had sent the email about Mallory. 
And so I was like, when I'm listening, I'm like, dude, Mallory, like, wiped the floor with that chick's ass. I mean, like, I, but I didn't know her name, but I was like, holy cow. Like, that was, and it was just done so professional and so classy, but so, I'm not taking your shit, you know? Like, you... I like I like at the end how she's like, I hope you made money off this. You can call me whatever name that you want. I really don't care. Yeah, so our new hero. I know. Hero of the week. Um, I guess uh, the other thing that we didn't talk about last week, Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. Ugh. God. Now, my Ugh. personal opinion is I don't really give a fuck if he does. I don't care because I don't use Twitter. I mean, it, like, I mean, it, it, yeah. So someone else came up with the idea, and now you're going to go in and buy all the shares, and you know you're going to be the hero because isn't that what he did with Tesla? Yes, <laughs> yes. Because Tesla, he did not invent the, the Tesla car. That was technology made by two other guys, and um, Elon Musk made his money through PayPal. Mm-hmm. And again. Brilliant guy with a lot of money, which I think he got. I don't know if it was subsidies and he his did. family and and shit like that. He got government money but, but in he, order to start his company. He recognized that Tesla was a good investment, and he invested it. And now Elon Musk is the hero of electric cars, which is kind of funny that the electric car guy is now the hero of conservatives. Conservatives hate electric cars. That is weird how that happens. I mean, maybe there's some good things if he does take over Twitter. Maybe he can convince people on that side to convert over to green energy and save the planet. And then we wouldn't have to rely on high gas prices and fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. I highly doubt that's going to happen. I do. Um, I highly doubt, too, because, I mean, the reason that the fossil fuel industry fights tooth and nails, too, because... They get massive amounts of government subsidies. They get military-sized government subsidies. We're talking over $600 billion, with a B, of our money. Right. Of and, our money to pollute our home. It's... And, and notice... Again, they're not going to give that up. The, the, the price of crude oil, the barrels, the price always fluctuates. But have you noticed that the price of crude oil has been going down, but that price at the pump has stayed the same for a week now? It is because these greedy corporations are trying to catch up on the money that they lost during when we had pandemic. It's and it's happening. Yeah, it's happening in in everything, like with food, all of it. All yeah. of these major corporations are trying to make up for what they lost out on. And it's like, dude, and you guys are the ones that get to have the fucking tax write-offs. That isn't an enough. And I think back in back at the time <laughs> when COVID was was happening, if I may be wrong, but I think they said that when we got out of it, the byproduct of it would be there would be inflation at the end. You know, I mean cuz Corporations can't stand to lose money like that. And but anyway, Elon Musk, hero to conservatives now. 
when he's more of a libertarian. And I, I, I but that is did, libertarians did, are like diet Republicans. Did, didn't, no. didn't the right sort of hate Elon Musk though? In the not too just, I thought they past? did. I thought they did, and then like now they're like all screaming about how great he is, and I'm like, but he, you drive like a big ass diesel truck. I'm like, he's not really for that. He even came out with his ugly ass truck. I mean, he could have made that thing look more yeah. like a truck, but. <laughs> Than like some Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome vehicle. I, I would say if I could afford it, though, even though I kind of take issue with Elon Musk and some of his positions, I would buy a Tesla. I I think that his cars are very pretty. Now that I don't like a lot of the other things that he does, I don't like that he doesn't pay taxes. He's got enough money that he can pay his fair share. I don't like that. I would not buy one of his electrical vehicles. I would, however, like to have an electric vehicle. I mean, I I would. But here's a fun fact for everyone, too. So with the electric vehicles, this is what your Congress did. Congress had come up with a bill that was saying excuse me, the Democrats in Congress had come up with a bill that was going to give anyone who wanted to purchase an electric vehicle, you would get a $7,500 tax credit, right? Tax break, tax credit for purchasing an electric vehicle for going green. And then you were going to get an additional $4,500 tax break if you bought an electric vehicle from a union American-made car company. Okay? You know why it didn't pass? Because every Republican voted against it. So we can't have nice things, folks. The, the, the normal people, us normies, aren't allowed to get in on stuff like that. Right. I think we talked about, like, uh, I said 30 years ago, that cause we saw this coming and, and I was kind of like, well, hey, why doesn't Shell invest in batteries before Tesla came on and perfected the technology? Why didn't Shell get into that and be, stay one step ahead of the game? Now, still have your oil, but have a subsidy of Shell investing in battery powered vehicles. I, I don't I don't get it. I, I think I've missed my calling. And at, at that age, when I was in my 20s and I was 23 and probably thought of the idea, I guess I should have written Shell and been like, hey, you know what we should do? You should invest in this because it'll be the wave of the future. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows? We're going to keep on denying, you know, because now they say... Um, I was having a conversation with a roommate and it was like the electric batteries. Well... Well, how are you going to dispose of the batteries? How are you going to, of these cars? I'm like, I don't know if that's even an issue. Are they recyclable? I don't really know. But is that really an issue compared to everything else that's going on? It's April, and not too far from here, we have the Tunnel Fire, which is at 19,000 acres right now, just north of Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. There's another one in Prescott, another huge wildfire. In April, doesn't this usually happen in the fall? Um, I thought the fires happened more like 
yeah, like later, well, later summer. Yeah. When there's, you know. It, it tends to happen. I mean, because this time of year, especially in the Flagstaff area, normally you would have snowpack that would kind of prevent these fires from spreading. Mm-hmm. And now there's less snowfall, drier, everything's drying up. I don't know. I mean, shit, just, uh, just a lot of just bullshit going on with all this stuff. And, you know, but we're worried about, we're worried about um, Disney having gay characters. And it's like, how do you fight the people that over the years you've, given so much power to and allowed them to mow everyone over. How do you go and fight them? How do you go cut the head off of the dragon? How do you do it? Probably too late at this point. Like, I mean, and I, and, and then it's like, you don't want to think like that because then that's depressing for our future generations. I mean, the only thing I can say, and then it just comes out probably selfish is thank God I don't have children, but God, I feel so bad for people to do, you know, like what, like, cause I mean, I already worry enough just for, for <laughs> sanity, right? I already yeah. worry so much, but I'm like, I can just imagine how worried I'd be if I actually had children, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, at least this weekend I'm a uh, go down to Phoenix See Mark Normand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Phoenix. It's going to be cool. Actually, I have a date too. Awesome. I figure. I figure if you take take somebody on a first date and you go see a comedian, especially somebody as hilarious as Mark Normand, you can't go wrong. There. Right. You gotta make them laugh. Because yeah, because if, if, if I don't make them laugh, Mark will make them laugh. Right. Just uh, go somewhere. Go somewhere good for dinner too. Yeah. Which I could probably tell, give you some tips, depending on what side of town you're going to be going to the show on. It's kind of over by the Children's Hospital. And then Mark Norman is playing downtown, kind of sort of near where the arena is. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of good restaurants down yeah. there. Yeah. I was down there just a few weeks ago, though, and a lot of the restaurants close early down there. I know. I went one time, and this was even before pandemic, and they have, like, it was a Saturday night, and they were closing the bars downtown, like, at 10 o'clock. And and that's what you were saying in Boston when you were there a few weeks ago, that that, that, that a lot of stuff was closed downtown. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's more, like, during the day when all the banks are in You know what won't be closed, though, is a place called Angel's Trumpet Ale House, which I really like. They have good beer, and they have... Good food. Okay. Well, and also, um, we'll just bring this up without getting too deep into it because we don't get too personal on this. Um, you, when you took the phone call, you know, and this has to do with traveling nurses, which the person that I'm going with tomorrow, she's a traveling nurse, so that's why I struck a chord. Oh, good. It is that somebody, one of your friends who was a traveling nurse, and where was she? California? You can be vague. California. Um, yeah. which I the one that I, the one that currently lives here. Yeah. It, no, she she's from Texas. Oh, she's from Texas. Mm-hmm. But she accepts a position here as a traveling nurse, and they just let her go. They were like, because this town is this town. They were like, 
well, we can't fulfill your contract. We hired you for this position, but we finally filled it with this person. So we're just going to have you train her and then you have to leave. It's like, like, just this place is like, that would be frustrating because you're like, okay, I organized and planned for this, you know, because this is what I wanted to do. And then now you're not fulfilling your end of the bargain. Right. And they have every right to do it, too. Like, I was asking her, I go, is there any way that you could fight them? And she's like, no, because Arizona is a right-to-work state. So this is more of, like, where yeah, and, people well, don't have protections. And I think we both were talking about our experiences with healthcare over the last couple months here and stuff like that. And we were kind of ragging. But we're not, we're not ragging on the healthcare workers, per se, Mm-mm. But more the directors of these hospitals. Yeah, it's not their fault. We are ragging on corporations because we always do that. Okay. Right. There are like, there's like maybe like a handful of decent corporations out there, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. It's like, don't do shady shit. Well, Pay and, your taxes. And, and our hospital board. Treat your employees good. Our hospital board here, from what I know, is has a few shady people on it. I'm sure. You know, they they were the same some of the same people that ran out at the airport too, and kind of kind of good old boys. They moved over to the. They got fired from the airport, so so they moved to to the hospital somewhere. Oh God, yeah. I told I just gave a really shitty review to that hospital with my whole experience that I had. Remember, and I was like, I you went Karen on the hospital. I well, I. I didn't really think I was, they were the ones that were the fucking Karens, but I was like, let me tell you something. I go, I had such an awful experience at your hospital that if I should have to seek out going to an emergency room again, unless I am on the verge of dying, and then I will ask you to still Arivac me if it's possible to get Arivac to either Phoenix or... Or Vegas, I go, but if I have an issue to where I have to use an emergency room, if I am able to drive myself there, I will either drive to the Bullhead City Hospital, the Havasu Hospital, or the Las Vegas Hospital before I will come to your hospital for services. That's how upset I am. I'm like, it's, there's no, there was no reason for. Well, that's like my... Uh, what they did. My cardiologist keeps on putting me off. Like, they'll set up my appointment for three months, and then, like, a week before, they'll say, they'll cancel and say, oh, she's busy, and they'll have to put me off for another three months. I would be like, can you refer me to somebody else? Yeah. Is she associated with the hospital? Yeah. It's like, okay, so here's the thing. I have a... I got so irritated... Because then I tried to, with my situation that I that I have with the hospital, I was like, let me call my primary care and see if, you know, I can get help from her. Couldn't do it. She's, my primary care is associated with that hospital. So I got so frustrated. I'm like, you know what? I got myself an appointment for the beginning of May to go get a new primary care physician that is in no way, shape, or form associated with the hospital here. Like, I'm and- done. I'm done. So to bring this back full circle, though, these are the problems. These are the issues that we should be concerned about. Right. And not Disney. You know, and not books. You know what? You know what I would do when my kids used to go to the library 
and they were be- before they got older and they got more into watching YouTube than reading. Mike, mm-hmm. I would go with my kids to the library. It's a great concept. They would show me what books they wanted to read, and I would determine if those were appropriate for them to read. But see, you're not a lazy parent. It's almost like some of these parents are like, I don't want to have to do anything. You're supposed to do everything. And these people, and then they, you know, they try to claim that they're such great parents. It's like, why aren't you looking at what your kid's doing? I understand you can't do that all the time, but they, they, they even have like devices. Don't they have de- on Facebook? They have parental controls and whatnot. Yeah. So people can monitor their kids. You have to not be a lazy parent. So good on you for actually taking like, an interest in your children's life. And to tell you the truth. <laughs> and not there blaming was, it on somebody else. There was never a book I found inappropriate. Right. Never. So, I don't know. That's just all fucking bullshit. So, uh, enough of that. I'm going to go to fucking Mark Norman. Have a good time. Have some laughs. Go to Wildlife World. Cool. See some animals. Oh, you're doing that too. They're, they're all That'll going, be fun. They're all going in, in extinct. Yeah, and that's because of climate change and shit. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully uh, we get the organizers of Pride on here soon. Uh, hopefully, we have some other ideas for some other guests, so we're not talking about this political shit that we've gotten back into over the last few weeks. You know, because there's other things to talk about. But do yourself a favor. Watch the Gerard Carmichael uh, special, Rothaniel, on HBO, if it's not too woke for you. And, you know, try to have some laughs and have a good time and uh, be more like Mallory McMorrow. Yeah, and don't tan your testicles. Yeah, don't tan your testicles. I wonder if he listens to, like, Kenny Loggins while he's in there doing it or watching Top Gun. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good weekend. We will talk to you next week. Bye, Bye y'all.